Hey everyone, God's Brain, a nervous system analogy for the nature of reality. Some of you may know that I've been fascinated with the nervous system. I've been fascinated with consciousness. I've been fascinated with the synthesis of science and spirituality. I've been fascinated with metaphysics. And I've been disseminating these artistic synthesis and distillations on the nature of those subjects. And this one has so many strong analogies on the macro and the micro level that I'm pumped to share with you with great visuals. So let's jump in. On the macro level, we can conceptualize what we can call God or what we call source or what we call infinity. We can conceptualize that as God's brain. <clears throat> and that includes this creation as one of its many expressions. And why I write self-realization there with God's brain is that's what the inward path leads one to realize is that the diamond necklace is already around their neck. That awareness is it. We are the awareness of God. And that is shared. And then on the micro level, we can think about us individually as human neurons. And that as self-actualization because the individual neurons are part of different structures inside of the brain and they undergo different contributory processes as well. And God in this case would be something like the integral the integration of all of the infinitesimal data of all sentience, of all awareness, of all consciousness, of all existence. And so our creation is one of many that are being in that integral of God's brain. And that would be across all different creations is what we would add into that integration, into that summation. All right. Such a cool analogy. So pumped for this. Okay. So... As you can see there, there's the actual anatomical layout of that central nervous system and peripheral nervous system. And there is also a neuron there for you to check out. So... 
I made some props. <laughs> okay. I'm going to first, well, I made one of the two props. I'm going to make an analogy first. So the analogy that we're going to draw for number one is the multiverse. And so what we have here is we have a bitter melon which is a fascinating secretion from Earth. And it tastes interesting. But you can tell that on this is many different protrusions. Right? It's protruding out in many different little pieces. And you can kind of see them, right? Protruding out. Okay, so now that was the bitter melon. Now we have the visual on that. And now, similarly... I want us to take a look at this, which is funny. It's it's what I I, I actually made this. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of funny. A little arts and crafts for the multiverse. Okay, so that can be thought of as God, Source, Tao, Brahman, and what you have here is you have this paper towel core, and Eric Weinstein and his geometric unity was a big influence on this. And so what's going on here is you have a bunch of different pin colors. On the bottom you have white, then you have red, then you have orange, then you have yellow, then you have green, then you have this light blue, this dark blue, and this black. Okay. And so this is something that we're going to have to use our imagination for because this needs to be infinite. So this would be infinite. And so there's all of these infinite expressions and what's happening is these different colors represent different creation designs. And so the, quote, Big Bang to recursion, the Ouroboros, is one type of creation design. So we have to use our imagination and imagine what else we would make as creation designs for us to immerse ourselves in as sentient agents as awareness as consciousness to experience those many different ways for us to do that process use your imagination and so all the different colors are different creation designs and that similar colors you know especially up here like maybe this light blue and this dark blue are more similar those are more similar worlds than, for example, maybe that dark blue and the red. Those are much further away from one another. Okay. Now, so, if we move on to the second point, what we'll see is we'll see something very special in number two with universes because these greens we can hypothesize are our universe 
and the different worlds in our universe. And the idea of chimps, again, evolving to artificial general intelligence, AGI, is one type. So even in our universe, there are other types of evolutionary processes where sentience, awareness, consciousness experiences its creation. And as you can tell right there, one of them is a circle. The bum bum man. Okay, so why is that one circled? Because that one green that has the circle in this case is Earth. Okay, so out of all of these creation designs in the multiverse, that is, again, infinite. This one little tiny design is Earth, is where we're at. And so it's very humbling and it's also important to stretch our imagination into that God's brain, into that source, into that infinity with all of these different creation designs. And again, quote, big bang to recursion is one type of design. And so is these types of vehicles that we use here with these two eyes and four limbs and being carbon-based and DNA encoded is but one of so many different infinite flavors for sentience or consciousness or awareness to experience it's fascinating okay so you can make this at home if you'd like again just a paper towel core with some multicolored pins poked through but i but i don't know how to uh, grow the bitter melon. I don't know if uh, Los Angeles, I don't even know if we can grow, maybe in the Central Valley, right? Maybe, but because it does produce so much agriculture there. And that leads us to the chapter nine graphic on consciousness. This is the chapter nine in high level perception, our first visual synthesis and book and you can find that link in the bio as well and so this chapter 9 graphic is very near and dear to my heart because what we're starting to do is we're starting to really sort of see okay well we have we have this god's brain on the macro and then it has all of these different creation designs and then we can think about even those creation designs as having their own local version of a brain. So in a sense here, you can see it's like a planetary brain. So you can think about it like 8 billion neurons, humans, and the integration, the integral, the summation 
of their sentience, of their awareness, of their consciousness, of their experience. So, now we're starting to get to interesting places. And you can also include the approximately 10 million species on the planet in this summation. And just the entirety of the creation design in the summation, if you would like. Now, there is something extremely profound, of course, regarding the, quote, individual neuron experience and that there are many nuances to that and that's in point three so each neuron is a human we can think of neurogenesis as birth. We can think of neurodegeneration as death. So again, on that planetary brain level, a new neuron, neurogenesis being the birth, and then a neurodegeneration being a death. Now, this is quite interesting because we've been doing many videos on the direct path on our channel. And that means the direct path to self-realization of that God brain, of that source of that infinity. And one of the best modalities that we've been sharing in order to self-realize is creating the juxtaposition. The juxtaposition is between bare or pure or empty awareness without coloration versus awareness that is colored. And by colored, we mean colored by thoughts, emotions, feelings, beliefs, and objects, okay? So that's colored awareness, and now we create a juxtaposition between that and pre-coloration awareness. Bare, pure, empty awareness. And usually the way that we describe that, and we'll connect this to neurons in a moment as well, which is fascinating. I love doing this. So this right here is a paper that has no words. So this is paper that is bare, pure, empty awareness. Now this is paper that has words. So this is awareness that has coloration. So this is awareness with coloration because it's paper with words. And this is paper without words, so this is awareness without coloration. Quite simple. In modernity, we also use this example, which is that screen. It's the screen on the phone. It's the screen on the computer. It's the screen on the TV. It's the screen on the tablet. They're all over now. And so now that we have billions of people around the planet that have the screen, it becomes easy to use this analogy as well. So the screen, again, we're creating a juxtaposition here. The screen pre-coloration is the way it is right now. Now, as soon as you unlock the screen, and you begin browsing applications, getting onto social media, watching videos, going to texts and phone calls and emails. All of that is coloration. So that's the thoughts, feelings, emotions, beliefs, and objects with awareness. So if we pass just a little bit of time practicing with 
both the looking at the blank sheet of paper as well as the blank screen and we create the juxtaposition between aiming to tap into our awareness and consciousness creating that juxtaposition before coloration and trying to rebaseline to understand that that is home and that that is eternal and that is infinite and that its nature is bliss and peace and that it's been here forever and it's going to continue exploring different creation designs forever that's what we've been teaching on the direct path so you can go and watch those videos if you would like and the way that that deeply relates to neuroscience and this analogy the nervous system analogy or the nature of reality god's brain I love it, is that bare awareness or pure awareness or empty awareness can be thought of the neuron pre-modulation. And the neuron that is being modulated is colored, that is coloration. So whether we'll get into this here in a moment as we get into number four on communication, but whether it is having a neuromodulation or neurotransmission the effect of inhibition or of excitation that that is all quote neuronal coloration and the pure bare empty awareness is before that So hopefully that helps with this juxtaposition and the analogy. And another way to think about it, which is very profound, given the fact that these beautiful eyes are literally the nervous system, you know, jutted out. And experiencing the creation. So the analogy as well would be something like pure, bare, empty awareness or God's brain is visible in every single one of our pupils. So if you look at just the pupil of every single human's eye, you're going to see the same black pupil. And that black pupil that is God that black pupil that is source that black pupil that is infinity that black pupil is eternal it is infinite it's been here exploring creations it will continue being here exploring creations and the sooner that you recognize that, truly realize it and embody it, the sooner you get that, the more you'll have bliss and peace on a 24-hour basis. Not just five minutes of bliss and peace every single day and that being fine. You can have 24 hours of bliss and peace because it's your nature. You deserve it. So if you want more on that, you can watch the direct path videos where we unpack that more. And now if we juxtapose that, the pupils as the pure, bare, empty awareness with the irises. The irises are the coloration that is around the pupil. And those irises are beautifully different across people. And that's really cool. And so now you can sort of see the, oh, that's kind of cool. So that's like a unique neuron. That's like a unique self-actualization. Each unique iris coloration is like that. But that pupil, that pupil itself is shared. Our awareness, our consciousness is shared. The sooner you realize that, the more 
awakened and enlightened and prosperous and abundant and flourishing our civilization will be in a direct harmony with the original living wisdom of planet Earth. Number four, communication. I'm pumped for this one. So I would like to give credit to Andrew Huberman. What an incredible science communicator over at Stanford. And really grateful to have gotten to collaborate with him at the Brain Mind Summit. He's very strong at communicating the very complex neuroscience. And so I, I put his link to his Instagram in the bio. Check that out. He's doing a great job at communicating via videos on there. And also, he has recently also launched a YouTube channel, which I highly recommend going and subscribing to. That link is in his Instagram bio right now. And that's what you see there regarding the image, that first image where it says number one neurotransmitters and number two neuromodulators. That is specifically his drawing and explanation. And then there's another image later that we're using um, from his work. Uh, so credit to him and also just, just go and check it out. It's so good. So number four is communication. And the whole lab, by the way, the whole Huberman lab is great. Number four, communication. So the very cool analogy to start here is the synapse. And so that synapse, as you can see below that first graphic are those, the graphic of that's our interview that we did with Adelita. And you can see there's you know, there's two humans and then there's the synapse, which is that space between the neurons, the postsynaptic, the presynaptic and the postsynaptic. Two neurons, synapse, space between. And it's fascinating because you look over at the neurons next to it and you're like, oh my goodness, that analogy is really interesting. And you know, I'm sitting there as the interviewer. And so, you know, I'm just I'm listening to what our guest is sharing on the program. And so there's almost a there's almost a neurotransmission that's occurring. It's very much like glutamate, the excitatory neurotransmission that's occurring from our guest and for myself as well as for the for the audience and for here it's happening here and then it's going through to you and exciting you there which is fascinating how we can view that style of neurotransmission and so we have that analogy and again it's really interesting because that sort of neurotransmission is a very kind of one-on-one -on -one level and it can be excitatory again using glutamate or it can be inhibitory using GABA and you can kind of think of it excitatory and inhibitory in a sense you can think about it like are you more service to self and self-dealing or are you more service to other are you serving the well-being and the flourishing of all? Or do you have that constrained self-interest and ego? And so that can maybe be a way to think about neurotransmission. When you're out 
and sharing with people and speaking, are you using logos? Are you using the word like glutamate and exciting and creating more service to others and more abundance and prosperity and flourishing for all? Or are you using GABA and are you inhibitory on the maybe service to self? And there's many ways to sort of take this analogy as well, because you can also potentially think about the inability, in a sense, to have high emotional intelligence. And if there's a setting that is very quiet and serene, and you come in there with glutamate excitory, that that may not actually be right for that setting at that time. And so there's many nuances and analogies that can be drawn here. And this would be something interesting potentially for the viewers to continue doing would be continuing to find fascinating ways to analogize the humans as neurons of the planetary brain engaging in neurotransmission and the neuromodulation would be something like a a broader communication so in this sense it would be like a group of neurons maybe it's a a company of five or ten people that are disseminating some sort of in this case maybe dopamine or serotonin or acetylcholine and they're creating that neuromodulation onto a larger circuit of neurons and so that can be maybe be thought more like a group email as a way of viewing it and then we can explore things like plasticity and we can see how things like the whole neurons that fire together wire together can be thought of as in communication that in that example with we were showing a little bit ago with someone like having Adelita on the show that the more that I would undergo a process of creating with her that our neuronal connection would strengthen which is fascinating and then you can think about it also as the opposite, as pruning, because if maybe somebody that we had in the very more early, more formative days of the show three years ago, maybe for one of the first couple dozen episodes, and I have not spoken with them in those three years, because we've both been off creating our things, and that connection, in a sense, has pruned out. And so it's fascinating to think about this from that perspective as well. So many analogies here on this one. And then augmentation. So we're experiencing the whole brain-computer interface, BCI, ERA. And this is very much like a hive mind idea in the most prosperous collective intelligence sense and so sort of being able to tap into that 8 billion neuron collective intelligence at a hive mind level at a greater bandwidth for creator consciousness to manifest more beauty more creativity more prosperity And also augmenting ailments, 
and maladies, diseases, pathologies of the nervous system as well. So that's number four, communication. Okay, cool, cool. This is that other Andrew Huberman graphic here. Number five is clustering. And so, again, if you kind of refresh your memory a little bit here with this graphic, right, and you think about it, okay, so that planetary brain, the 8 billion neurons, okay, all right, so, and that's approximately an order of magnitude, approximately less than what we hypothesize, approximately 86 billion neurons in the each human brain. And so now if you sort of take that, right, and you're looking at it and you're like, okay, well, well, where are those neurons on the planet, right? Where are the neurons on the planet? Where are they? Yeah, they're the humans, but where location-wise are they? And then that's where you sort of get to this clustering and you start thinking, oh, sh that's a dope analogy. When I was first watching this video by Andrew and it hit me, I was like, oh, my God, that's fascinating. So the metros, the metropolises of the planet, right, the New York cities and the Los Angeles and the Londons and the Lagos and the Shanghai and the Berlins and etc., those are like the hand. And the most rural places that don't have as much population density are like the back. And so if you take a look at Andrew's graphic here, that neuronal density of touch sensitivity on your hand is significantly higher. You can see there just on two inches there, there's so many more of these sensitive points. Whereas if you take a look at something like your back on that 12 inch slab, there's much less sensitivity and you can think about that logically as well it makes sense evolutionarily that you don't really need that much touch sensitivity on your back but you definitely need touch sensitivity here on your hands and so in a sense it's fascinating so you can start thinking about it that way and you're like oh crap so like the metros of the planet are kind of like the hands because they have these massive neuronal clusters that are all undergoing neurotransmission and neuromodulation in those metros at very fast rates. And then you juxtapose that with sort of like a slower rate of neurotransmission and neuromodulation that's happening in rural places. You know, places that only have, you know, 10,000 people in a city, stuff like that. And then you can also think about in number five clustering, you can think about the, the PFC, the prefrontal cortex. You can maybe think about that like the Illuminati, just fascinating analogies to make here because the sort of executive functioning of the planetary brain is in very many ways directed by the 2,200 billionaires on the planet, the 225,000 ultra high net worth people on the planet, the Fortune 500 CEOs, the United Nations General Assembly, the USA Congress, all the people that gather at the World Economic Forum at Davos, all this type of stuff. 
And so if we begin thinking about that like a prefrontal cortex, it's like, hmm, well, are those people living in egoic levels of consciousness or have they ever tasted non-duality before? Because that might actually be our most upstream malady that we face. Literally, the people that are in the prefrontal cortex, the neurons that are in the prefrontal cortex of civilization may have never tasted ego death. That in itself should be enough to convince us that we must hone in on the awakening and enlightenment of the neurons in the prefrontal cortex. Again, the ones with the most executive functioning. Again, likely the most upstream problem is the neurons in the PFC having egoic levels of consciousness that are more about self-interest, self-dealing rather than being in service to others because the other is actually the self the one infinite creator god source so once people awaken to an hopefully analogies like this that help them realize oh neurons of god's brain that's what this is oh we're all god Oh, because once you get to that level, service to others becomes natural. It becomes the only thing that channels through you is to be an authentic, genuine, loving, compassionate service to others, to the well-being and prosperity and abundance of society. And then you can potentially think about the limbic aspects to our neural infrastructure like sheeple and in a sense that would mean something like in many ways where I was as well before having underwent so many years of being dedicated relentlessly to seeking truth and having it yield piercing the veil of reality recognizing that diamond necklace around my neck recognizing that this is all the one infinite creator expressing itself oh my goodness was i easily triggered and manipulated by propaganda and all this type of stuff And so we have to recognize that maybe the neurons that are in the limbic infrastructures of the planetary brain are sheeple. And that we also have to do high quality neurotransmission and high quality neuromodulation to the limbic infrastructures to help also those neurons undergo the process of piercing the veil and recognizing that they are a part of God's brain. That they are that, that you are that, that I am that, that we are that. We are God, we are source, we are the one infinite creator expressing itself and this is one expression of it, this creation is. Everyone deserves bliss and peace 24 hours a day. Not just for five minutes. And another example here in the clustering is tumors. And this is another sort of interesting analogy because sort of these egoic levels of consciousness that cluster together as neurons can be thought of as tumors. And that it's up to us to create the neurotransmission neuromodulation and the eradication of the pathology and the healing of it to neurogenesis and this type of stuff that enables 
that cluster to heal as much as we can and become augmented. Now, there may be times when they have to be removed, right? The tumors. And uh, we can also, in a sense, do our best to have preventative right healthcare which is preferable rather than having the pathology in such a late stage like a tumor and then being like oh crap now i have to remove it instead you can we can identify our maladies in the most upstream and then even before they get anywhere near a bad downstream pathology we can make the proper tweaks along the way at the intracellular level inside of the cells before they become dysfunctional. That's the future of healthcare, is retaining that 18-year-old homeostatic capacity forever and you getting to decide if you ever want to. You know, that's the longevity escape velocity. Great. And number six. Ooh, man, I'm pumped for this one. <laughs> Dreams. Uh, okay, so... We have to recognize the as above, so below aspect to this and the recursive aspect to this. The same way that we dream for a third of our lives, we sleep for a third of our lives and we dream for a good chunk of that sleeping. Some of us more than others and some even lucid dream, right? Lucid dreaming being when you take complete free will control of your dreamed environment it's so fascinating we literally simulate realities in our dream and we immerse ourselves in the first person perspective in those simulated realities How is this not already that of God's brain? A simulated reality in God's brain. A first person immersion into the simulated reality of a dream in God's brain. Bum, bum, bum. And that's recursive. The procedure calls on itself. The procedure of God's dream calls on the individual neurons in the dream to undergo a process of dreaming in their sleep for a third of their lives. And virtual reality is an awakening mechanism to this because what's going to happen in these, especially in 2020s and even in the 2030s, these next two decades, oh my goodness. If you haven't seen Ready Player One yet, go watch it. Our immersion into indistinguishable virtual realities in the first person perspective is going to be a massive awakening mechanism for us to realize that this already is the virtual reality. This already is the simulation. And that that's what these realities are. These realities are simulations of God, of infinity, of source. And they've been happening eternally. They will continue happening forever. There is no end to our exploration. The awareness, the consciousness, the beingness, the very isness, the very I amness is eternal. It's bliss and peace. And it's doing this exploration. We can never come to the end of phenomenology. We can never come to the end of experience. And that's why the VR is going to be acting like a major awakening mechanism. Especially once you 
synthesize the brain-computer interfaces with them, and you synthesize artificial general intelligence. And that's what we hypothesize is that transcension hypothesis, where we go into these indistinguishable virtual worlds as the, quote, next cycle of consciousness exploring infinity. And that's why Roger Penrose, who won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 2020, believes in cyclic cosmology. Even the world's most cutting-edge physicists are beginning to believe what the perennial spiritual wisdoms of the planet have been saying with the Ouroboros, the snake eating its tail. I love that point six, so awesome. So you can ask yourself, why injure another neuron of the same body? It doesn't make any sense. So even that simple understanding of, oh yeah, this is all God's brain. Why would I ever hurt myself? Another neuron that is myself. Why would I do that? And don't forget, you're not just the neuron, but you're also God's brain. This is very important, right? The self-actualization is the fullest artistic expression of the neuron, of the human neuron. But also the self-realization is that inward process of the neuron realizing that it is God's brain. And that this is all God's brain. And that realization brings a tremendous amount of peace, of bliss, of joy, and of the absolute highest morality. And if you do things like visualize all 8 billion neurons undergoing their own unique processes of realizing that they are God's brain, that's what is meant by the Sufi metaphysic Wadat al-Wujud. That's the unity of all finding. And so that would be all 8 billion neurons in their own unique findings of the fact that they are God's brain. and throw the integral and you have the summation of neurons piercing the veil of their existence on this planet and awakening to the fact that they are God's brain. It is hard to tell you're in the ocean when you're a fish. wake up you're already in the ocean this is god's brain you are god you are a neuron expression in god that is you that is me that is all of us we've been doing this we're going to keep doing this earth's brain is just one creation design back to my arts and crafts project so just that right there is the earth brain so again this is the infinite multiverse and this one little pinhead is that integration of Earth's brain. And this is just one creation design. And what you can say is God's brain is the integration of all creation designs. All infinite creation designs. And the integration of that is God's brain.
cool. Glad we got a chance to do this nervous system analogy for the nature of reality. It's a very profound one. Again, God's brain on the macro level, self-realization on the micro level. The human neuron is the self-actualization. God is the integral of all sentience across all creations. That multiverse, the infinite expressions, those different colors being creation designs. Big Bang to recursion is just one type. The universes and how our universe were the greens and then our one little green pinhead was Earth. Chimps to AGI is just one type. This chapter 9 graphic on consciousness. And we're going to keep making really awesome art like this that helps explain the complex concepts simply. Humans being neurons, neurogenesis being birth, neurodegeneration being death. Pre-modulation neuron is bare, pure, empty awareness like your pupils. And then modulated neurons are colored neurons like your awareness with thoughts, emotions, feelings, beliefs, and objects like your irises. Communication, again, that synapse between neurons, just like the space between humans. Transmission, modulation, plasticity, augmentation, clustering, like metros, rural, PFC, limbic, tumors, and dreams, simulated realities, first-person immersion, as above, so below, recursion. Beautiful. God's brain is the integration of all creation designs. Boom. Love it. Love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Super appreciate you. I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments below. How do you feel about this? How does this land? Did it augment your understanding? If so, let me know. Did it help you self-realize? That'd be awesome. Love to hear from you. Also, if so, like the video. Also, subscribe if you haven't. Share the video. Really trying to grow the reach of these profound messages to more people. So many people don't know about us yet, but are looking for exactly this type of content. So share us with those people, please. Again, go follow Andrew Huberman and the Huberman Lab over at Stanford. They're awesome. The link's in the bio below. They make great content. And find more analogies like this. Douglas Hofstetter called analogy the core of cognition, right? On the map of the continental United States, analogy isn't Delaware, Analogy is the interstate system. Analogy is such a massive core of cognition. So find more analogies that enable us to explain the nature of our reality in explain like I'm five very friendly visual ways that can make it easier for people to self-realize. Make it easier for people to self-actualize. Make it easier for us to enhance our neural transmission and our neuromodulation. And to create a, a more flourishing, abundant, prosperous future and sense-making That's it. Self-realize, self-actualize. You are God's brain. I am God's brain. We're all God's brain. We've eternally been doing this. We're going to keep doing it. We are the one infinite creator expressing itself. I love you.
Thanks for tuning in. God's brain. Nervous system analogy for the nature of reality. Boom, boom, pop.